Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Money Podcast, your source for all things money. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Chris Miles on the line. He's founder over at Money Ripples, and he's also host of the Chris Miles Money Show. Chris, welcome to the show. Hey, it's a pleasure to be on, man. Oh, man, I love having radio hosts on, on the show. They do all the work for me. Too kind, just joking, but <laughs> but I do love it. So um, I'm excited to get into your show today. We're going to talk about your radio show, what you're doing there, what people can uh, can get from that. And uh, we're going to also get into today's topic, which is creating an anti-financial plan that works. Um, so that's a, that's a great spin on it, and I can't wait to get your take on what that looks like. But just to kick it off, um, tell us a little bit more about what you're doing over at Money Ripples, please. Yeah, so I'm semi-retired, um, but uh, again, because everyone wants to know what I know, I can't truly retire, right? So, uh, so I basically just work part-time in my business. I'm a part-time consultant. I'm basically work as a strategist and a connector. Uh, so I help people be able to retire early, be able to get out of the rat race faster so they work because they want to, not because they have to. And that's even the focus of my podcast show and everything else that I do. Man, that's exciting. I love it. And I love the angle. And um, I think that's a great transition. So let's just uh, dive right in. So creating an anti-financial plan that works. And let's, and I, and I, the way I see this written, capital O-R-K-S with an exclamation point. So where do you want to start with this one? This is a good topic. Yeah, you know, so I, I actually started out as, you know, going into business. I wanted to be, be in business for myself, right? I want to control my time and my freedom. And the first business that came along for me was becoming a financial advisor. Now, I didn't know at the time. I thought it was like this rigorous, stressful process. And there is a testing process involved, but I didn't realize they'll hire anybody who could pass the test, right? And uh, this kind of like be like becoming a realtor. You know, once you get past everything, you're fine. You, you, you're now qualified. Now, it didn't mean I was any better or more qualified at money than anybody else, you know? Uh, that's the reason they call them brokers. They're broker than you and I are, you know? So uh, anyways, you know, I, I started out in the early 2000s doing that kind of business where I was that traditional mainstream financial advisor. And after about four years, it didn't take long for me to realize when I started to look at real numbers, real, really the reality and everything. Like, for example, you know, mutual funds, if you happen to have money invested in the S&P 500, you're not making 10 or 12 percent like they claim you are. The real rate of return is about seven and a half percent. But once you take out fees and everything else, you know, just now you're lucky to make six, six and a half percent. And when I started to put those numbers in, I started to tell people, hey, hey, they put in six, six and a half percent for your returns. It got really depressing, right? Because people didn't actually make that much money. They weren't making millions of dollars like they were hoping to save up over time. Because, you know, it's a typical thing of save everything, spend nothing, save it all in and the stock market and mutual funds, your 401ks and IRAs and all that kind of stuff. And as I put in real numbers and even real numbers for inflation and everything else, I realized people couldn't retire. It was basically almost impossible to have a real quality of life type of retirement. In fact, if you have a 20-year retirement goal based on the average of the market and inflation and everything else, you know, you have to save about $8,300 a month to retire on a $60,000 a year lifestyle. So that means you have to save about 8300 a month to live on 5000 a month in 20 years, you know, and that kind of that kind of inflation thing. That's horrible. And uh, so 2006 happened. I started to look for where's real evidence, like who are actually financially free? 
because it wasn't any of us. It wasn't it wasn't any of my clients. They weren't financially free. They were just hoping their money would would outlive them, right? Which mm-hmm. the worry was they would outlive their money. Well, and it wasn't financial advisors. Ask any financial advisor. Ask them how many of you are actually financially free, not off the commissions you're earning, but actually off the investments you've been recommending, like your mutual funds. How many of you could actually retire and not have to make a dime in your work? And I'm telling you, from my experience, it's zero percent, <laughs> or maybe point zero 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 one percent. No one can. It's pretty much again, like it's almost impossible unless they did so good in sales and built up so much money in savings that they build up millions of dollars to then live on less than the interest, right? So 2006, I left that. I said, I'll never talk about money again, but I found people that are doing things like real estate investing, you know, people that were in business for themselves. And those are the people that actually were becoming financially free. And, and as I started to do it myself in 2006, I was actually able to retire myself when I was just 28 years old for the first time. And, uh, and it was, what was shocking to me is it wasn't about accumulating money, it was about creating acceleration money. It was about creating cash flow, like real passive income. You know, or if you have a business, creating residual streams of income through the business. Whatever it takes to get you to the point where you're not having to actively hunt your, your meal, right? You don't have to keep going out and working day in, day out, especially if you're an entrepreneur. Most of the people are out there, you know, slaving away. They basically own a job. And that's not the way it should be. Like, just like when I got into business, I wanted for that freedom. I wanted that to control of my life rather than somebody dictating that. So that's really it all shifted for me was like, whoa, like if you can actually do this, you know, what could happen? And, and that's what I'm seeing today. Like there's what I'm talking to, even people that aren't in business, even people that are W2 employees that they could take, you know, a couple hundred thousand. I had a guy that he's, uh, you know, he's living in, in, in uh, Nevada right now. And uh, he just needed 4,000 a month for him to be able to retire. And he was saying, hey, I got 200,000 inherited from my family. You know, what do I do with this? And uh, the funny thing is I actually was able to help him restructure some of his debt. So he freed up almost 1,800 bucks a month. And then with the remaining amount of money, now we're creating passive income in real estate that he's now got himself up to about 3,500 a month. So in about two more years, he's gonna be able to, now with his business, he can choose whether he wants to keep doing his business or just retire by the time he's about 40 years old. You know, and that's the kind of thing that I see happen over and over. Some, some people might want 10 or 20,000 months. They could take five, 10 plus years. But the cool thing is you don't have to wait till you're in your old and golden years to actually enjoy life and live free. So what are the um, what are the key components of this type of financial plan? And obviously, we only have you know ten to fifteen minute podcast episodes, so we can't get into it all. But what are, I shouldn't say components. What are some of the key themes that people should be thinking about when creating that type of um, financial plan that's going to allow for the financial freedom that you're that you're talking about? Yeah, if we really just simplify it and, and get it down to its core, right? It's, mm-hmm. you know, everybody tells you in the financial world that net worth is a measure of wealth. And I'm, not, I'm here to say that's bull crap because <laughs> it's not, you know, net worth is worthless. You know, the only thing that really matters is what is, can it do to actually generate regular stable income for you, right? That's where real freedom comes from. If you knew that money was coming in, whether you worked or not, you feel and know that you're free. You have options. You know, even in my own life, I've got about 16 or 17 different multiple streams of income, only two of which are active streams where I work for it. The rest of them are built in either that through systems or through things like real estate investing or other investments that I do where I get paid all the time on my money. And that's the key thing. And so when you look at, uh, so when most people look at a financial plan, they tell you to 
accumulate and save and let it compound interest. I look at it instead, and this is the way you can look at it too, is say, hey, what's, what is that net worth? What are some of those assets that I have that aren't paying me money? You know, most of us have a house and some of us even have equity in that house. Was well, that equity paying you money? Could you put that equity to work for you to pay you income? You know, I had somebody just uh, the other day that said, hey, we could pull 120000 on a home equity line of credit, but, you know, that we're going to be paying money for that. That's debt. That's bad, right? That's what Dave Ramsey would say. And uh, and I said, well, let's look at this situation. First, with COVID and everything else going on, you have 120000 bucks. Your payment on this money is only about 400 a month. So if it's 400 bucks a month, how long can you keep paying 400 bucks a month with 120 grand? And they thought, they said, well, forever. I said, bingo. <laughs> First off, mm-hmm. it's not that dangerous, especially if you're not just blowing this money. If you're blowing the money, that's bad. But what if we're using this wisely? First, you have reserves. Secondly, what if we go and invest it? You know, with 120 grand, you can easily make at least $1,200 plus a month. So even if you pay 400 bucks a month, we're still making between 600 and 800 a month for free with no extra money out of your pocket, right? And so they said, all right, we got it. That makes sense. You know, it's like, cool. Um, the second place is your savings. Like I, I get so many people lately that said, yeah, I don't even know what to do. I've got savings. It could just be money sitting in a checking account. I had somebody that has like half a million sitting in their business checking account because they're like, it's there. Don't know what to do with it. I said, hey, there's things we can do. We can even do these things called like infinite banking and things like that where we can actually get a pay us like four to five percent tax free. Plus you can go and invest that money too to create more passive income on top of that four or five percent, right? So there's strategies like that. Um, even people that have, you know, money in 401ks and IRAs right now because of the CARES Act, you know, what's, what's going on right now, a lot of us can actually tap into these retirement accounts with less fees or taxes. And if we can get to that money, that money can then turn around and start becoming passive income. You know, so I've got a woman right now where she's been cashing out about 300 to 400 grand that's now generating about, about to generate for her about 3,000 to 4,000 bucks a month, which again, for her, she only wants 5,000 bucks a month and she will be able to retire, you know, or quit or do whatever she wants, you know, and, and that's, uh, and that's kind of the focus is how do we find those assets? How do we find that, that equity or whatever it is? you know, that we can take and turn into real passive income today where you don't have to work your tail off for it, right? You can work your, you can work and do whatever you want, but I'm of the feeling that if you're going to work a job, or you're going to work a business, do it because you love it and do it because you want to, not because you have to do it. There's a, such a more powerful place that you come from when you, by choice, not work because you need to feed your family, right? And that's the, the beautiful thing that just changes people's lives and perspectives on what's possible. And that's the thing. There's so much hope. There's so much possibility that you can create with that. Man, that's awesome. Um, so I'd like to close it up with, I want to I talk a little bit more about your show. So the Chris Miles Money Show. So tell us a little bit more mm-hmm. about that and where people can listen to that. Yeah. So I mean, you can find that show on you know iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever podcast app you use. It's all over the place. Um, but that show is really just, you know, I kind of like you, I like short episodes. I usually do about 20-minute episodes that you know, we actually go into what are those different things? How do we change that mindset? How do we find potential? I even had somebody that uh, came on that interviewed with me that they were talking about how they could actually go and lease cell phone towers on a person's property or if they own a building, they can actually put a cell phone tower on a building and make cash flow from that. You know, like things that you, 
wouldn't even consider or think of to help you generate more income. So it's really about teaching that anti-financial advice, right? Breaking out of that mainstream mold, not buying into the same old junk that you hear on the media and from every financial advisor, which is really just a salesman in a suit. You know, you can really learn things from a different perspective and things that can actually create a lifestyle and really freedom now, not later. Man, that's awesome. And Chris, if somebody does want to follow up and learn more about Money Ripples or to connect and to talk more about working with you and your team, I mean, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, you can just go to moneyripples.com. There's a little contact page you can go to and just send a quick message. There's blogs, um, videos on there too you can check out. So all kinds of good information you can find on there as well as a free ebook called Beyond Rice and Beans, Seven Secrets of Free Up Cash Today. Where, you know, if you actually download that ebook, you'll find different ways that I've found cash. Uh, ways that you may not expect, but ways to find money so you can actually put it to work and make more money for you. And that's awesome. Love what you're doing, Chris. I love what you're doing to help your clients, um, truly. Uh, and so thank you again for coming on the show. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Money, definitely give us a subscribe there, but also leave us some comments in the video. Love to know what kind of projects and things that you're working on. And Chris, thanks again for coming on the show. It's such a pleasure, man. Had a lot of fun. Thanks, Adam.